Feel the rhythm, feel the heat, feel the sunshine out on the street. Feel the music, feel the beat, feel the sunshine out on the street. Feel the rhythm, feel the heat, feel the sunshine out on the street. Feel the music, feel the beat, feel the sunshine out on the street. Welcome to another episode of Coasty Culture. I'm your host, Mitch. And on this episode, I I just kind of want to talk to you without uh, any other of our colleagues. I'd like to talk to you more about just kind of centering ourselves and, and getting back to the norm. I know it's been a it's been a rough couple last couple of years for everybody this this covid madness is has really taken its toll on everyone which i'm sorry for all of you and i'm sorry for all of us having to go through it around the world it's it's pretty it's pretty ridiculous and ingenious at the same time but I hope we all can just kind of center ourselves and bring ourselves to a to a good meeting place. Like me, I'm a I'm a non-vax kind of guy. I'd like to get just a little bit more progress before I you know get a jab. I didn't have a decision when I was younger to get the jabs of measles, smallpox, all those things. I kind of, that was up to my parents. And that's one of the things I, I'd like to talk about is, is how they're bringing uh, vaccinations up to youth in America, which kind of seems crazy to me because it should, I mean, yes, it's possible, but at the same time, it should be, yes, up to the parents. What are they going to do with the children that are unvaccinated? Well, they should still keep with online learning. There should just be a camera in the background of the class and a light dings in front of the teacher when someone has a question or has an answer that would participate, that would let everybody participate in the class and further on move on forward with uh remote learning the teachers don't have to be they can be less worried about covid but they have to be more conscientious of the ding they get of the children that are not at school to the children that are at school so that is one thing I'd really like to see uh I'd really like to see uh our 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 workforce hold their ground on 
getting vaccinated. I know they're trying to make it mandatory, but if we hold our ground and we we hold out, like we are, we are the people. You know, around the world, we are the people. They they can't force everybody to get it, and the people that are willing to get it. If we if we hold our ground, if we stand for something, we mean something. If we don't stand for something, we fall for anything. And that's really what it comes down to is, are you, do you stand for some kind of moral life? Or do you, do you think these so-called entitled people get to decide that for you? And that's really what we're, what we're, well, what we're getting at is, we we all have a a common want in this world but it's not forced it is not forced and i think that we should have a voice in that opinion the people should be allowed to speak around the world this is a world thing the leaders of the world should have to listen to their people there's more of us quote unquote middle class lower class people that they are not caring about which they should. We're the ones that deliver your paper. We're the ones that pick up your garbage. We're the ones that save your life. We're the ones that protect you while you sleep. And they're per- they're treating us like we don't exist, which is completely foobar in my my look of life. You know, take some kind of cons- they need to take some kind of consideration into who we are. And it's not just the the firefighters and the police and the 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 grocery store workers. It's us, the hardworking people in offices and and <clears throat> the train, the subway people, and the the just your your average people that sweep the street. You know, you're just your your every every all of us, all of us need to have a voice and they're treating it like we don't have a voice which is completely unfair unconstitutional and it's a crime against humanity having them force jab us so we need to as a collective consciousness have a meditation group let's do our meditation on halloween then the night they do all their satanic sh- stuff Let's do a positive, a positive meditation on Halloween. I'll be there. Coasty Culture will tap in. Let's say, let's do this tap in around 9.30 Pacific time. Because that's the time I'm around and that's when I'll be free. If we do a, a Coasty Culture positive meditation... 9.30 Pacific Time, Collective Consciousness. I think we could disrupt their satanic for forums that they do to get their power. We could disrupt it. Uh, if anybody has a better, stronger time, 
I'm not one. I'm I'm more of just a positive meditator all the time. So if somebody has a a stronger uh, meditative time, you can definitely send me a message and I will listen to it and try to get it out there before our 9:30 meditation. But I think 9:30 meditation, positive meditation time, is a good time to be a part of it because I just don't understand how it's not a crime against humanity of everybody is fine. I'm, I'm, I'm a non-vaccinated person. I, I will say that they've probably tried to poison me with their, uh, COVID thing. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm knock on wood immune to it. Who knows what, but, but my wife who's been on this show is, she just got her her second vaccinate vaccination and she wound up getting pretty crummy for the entire day after her vaccination she was she, she was feeling pretty crappy and it's it's it, that's one of those disappointing factors of how they can say that getting vaccinated is okay when you have to take an entire day off work because you wind up feeling like shit Not everybody can afford to take a day off work. And I'm I'm hoping that more people wake up to this because this is this is one of the things you gotta you gotta stand your ground on. You gotta you got to understand that maybe not everything the government tells you is for a good thing or for a positive thing or it helps the country. It might help it might help the pockets of some of the people running the country, but it's not gonna help you it's probably going to really hurt you. And I just, I just love everybody on this earth. And I want, I want good things and positive things. I mean, I wake up every day and I think positive thoughts for me, my, well, I don't think positive thoughts for me because that's selfish, but I think positive thoughts for my family, the big things, the little things, I think positive thoughts for nature I think positive thoughts. I thank the sun for everything it provides us. I thank I thank Mother Nature for all of her luscious beauty. I thank Father Time for all the time he's given us on this planet. And I know how easily it can be taken away. And at the very end, I sometimes throw in maybe a positive thought for myself, which is very rarely because it's just not my my style. I'd rather my energy go to everyone else than me. I I love all of you and I I respect all of you as people and I want you to flourish even if that means me not being able to flourish with you throughout this life. I I appreciate all of you and I love all of you. And that's kind of how I I do my my thought process every day. It's for all of you. It's not for me because I'd rather see more succeed than just one succeed. I'd rather see more succeed than more fail. And I love and I live for all of you. And I thank you all for being part of this world. But there 
they're not gonna let me give it a, give it to all of you. It's just not it's not how the it's not how the cards are played and it's not how the game's shown. So I think positive thoughts for all. And I hope all my positive thoughts make it to everyone because, and I hope everyone's healthy. I always, that's how I started off is I, I ask for healthiness for all because that's the most important thing is for us to be healthy spiritually and mentally. And I hope that's getting out to all of you. I hope you all start feeling in with the positive out with the negative because it will change your life. And I just want you to, to push it, keep moving forward and we will make it through this together. When this all started for me, I, I was, it was probably 10 years ago by now, 10, 12 years ago. I, I was sitting alone out in the woods and, some call it backpacking. Me, I called it solitude. I was sitting out in the woods and I didn't even hear a voice. I was just sitting up against a big tree and I was I was doing my in with the positive, out with a negative chance. And I just had this overwhelming feeling of energy. It was like it was like static in my fingertips. It wasn't, I didn't hear a voice. Nobody told me to do anything, but I could feel an immense amount of energy just pulsing out of my, out of my fingers and just out of my, out of my skull and out of my toes. Like everything was grounding, but yet euphoric and humming. And while I was out there sitting in the woods doing this, I kind of, I had a realization that I could pass this along to people. I could I I could I could transcend this energy into more and more people if I if I really kept my head down and didn't get distracted by the the glit and glamours of life. And I never had of I'm not a I'm not a money maker off of my skills. I'm not a I don't do this podcast for money. I literally do this to get the voice and the energy of in with the positive out with the negative to all of you. I don't ever expect to make money off of this. There's some people that would love to benefit off this, but they don't, they haven't practiced the consciousness energy power that, I'm trying to put out to you, all of you. So I was sitting, I was sitting at this tree and I, I started feeling this static energy. And I, I realized that I could, I could transfer it to other people. So I, I did my time. I, I did my time. I spent my time sitting in the woods. I didn't just pack up camp and leave. I sat there for the duration of my camping trip, which was a couple days. And this energy just wouldn't leave. It was just like, I almost felt like I could snap my fingers and I could start fire. I never tried to, but <coughs> it was a very warm feeling. And so I came back I came back down to town and I started talking to people. My brother was one of the first people I talked to because, you know, <laughs> family, 
family, somebody's going to think you're not crazy. So I talked to my brother and I told him about it. And I was like, dude, I, I seriously think I discovered something in my own consciousness and body, which I can produce reproduce to in inf- infect your body with this, this positive energy hum. And of course he was like, no, no, that's not going to happen. I was like, dude, just give me your hands and I promise you I can I can I can make you feel the static energy. So after a little while of me and him kind of debating on, dude, you're crazy. You're you're just one of those dudes that meditate in the woods. I got him to put his hands out and we weren't touching hands, but we were very close to touching hands and we were just sitting there and I was like, dude, think positive. In with the positive, out with the negative, because he needed some negative energy pulled from his body. And I was like, dude, I can do this. And I, I was like, dude, just think. And then we're, and when we, when we feel like the negative energy has hit its peak, we're just going to throw it off to the side and just throw it away. It'll, it'll go somewhere else because negative energy has to have somewhere else to go. You know, we don't have anybody else in the room, so it can't attack anybody else. It's just going to kind of negative energy into the wall or what have you. So we're doing that. And then the hair on our heads and our and on our necks and our legs started to stand up, and we both looked at each other with our eyes open because we started with them closed, and we were just like, "Dude, it's fu- it's fucking working, man! Like we're doing shit." And we kept doing it, and we kept doing it, and finally we just had a we had to come to a, a break. We were our muscles were so tense and so pushing this energy back and forth where we had to had give it a quit. You know, it's as it was as good as working out. Like you had to, you had to take a break and we both opened our eyes and we're just, we felt so good and so refreshed where it felt like you wouldn't have to do anything. Like you wouldn't have to go to the gym for like a week or two. Like we were so brought back to reality. It was awesome. And everything was so much clearer and just made more sense. You know, driving a car, you weren't so stressed out. You were just, it was just being in a motor vehicle and you just kind of did your thing. It was, you didn't, you didn't have the thoughts of everybody else's bullshit. And so that was cool. And I, I was hoping he would accept the fact that we did something cool and move on and, and bring it to everybody else. But he didn't. He used it as a one-time gig and found it as a way to manipulate people, which is disappointing. Me, I found it as a way if I could, if I could somehow get infested with some with certain people with people, if I could work my way into enough people, I could spread positive energy amongst them and and help benefit them to a positive place. And it seems to have worked out lately. I mean, it doesn't have to be a big thing. It's just say your grocery store cashier, you know, build their positivity. It once you, and you tell them just, you can even start with just have a great day, you know, just spread positive information positive attitude and it really boosts morale of all like it'll really hurt 
you telling someone else to have a great day means they're going to tell somebody else to have a great day, so on and so forth. And they're going to go home and wind up having a great day. And that's really what I'd like to get at is more of us accepting that this positive energy is there instead of this negative energy, especially with the time that we're in. It's not. It's not a time to be negative. Yes, there's a bunch of negativity being projected at us, but we don't have to believe it. And we don't have to digest it or ingest it. We can live as one positive collective consciousness. We do not have to let this negative news narrative, this social media negative narrative control our lives we can live as one as a unified positive group of human beings get rid of the block out the negative entities they're out the negative entities are out there to make money off of your soul and off of your heart they don't care about the money they're, they care more about how they disrupt your life, which we need to take more control of. And we need to think for ourselves and really be more, be part of the more selflessness. We don't need to be selfish anymore. We already have the technology. It's time for us to share ourselves with society we need to get back to being neighbors we need to get back to being friends we need to get back to living loving and caring for one another not what these social media platforms have created us to be of likes and dislikes and instagram beauty and all this garbage because you know what it's all just a joke. It's all just a fake profile on a computer screen. The real you lives now. The real you is now. The happiness you share on your on your social media platforms, that's the happiness you have inside of you. So let's live love and laugh together and be a collective consciousness of the world of that same motto live together love together and gosh darn no we gotta laugh together because we are the one we are the creators and we love all things that are big small we love the birds, the bees, the flowers, and the trees. We are that positive entity in this universe. And I thank you for listening to me. My name's Mitch. Stay up. Stay positive. Later. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to another episode of Coasty Culture. Sorry, uh, been gone for a while. <clears throat> I told the listeners out there, 
life's gotten crazy these last couple of years with that COVID thing, man. They were they were out of control. Uh, got cut up having a new baby. Life's been hectic trying to juggle two around. So, you know, finally had a moment to come back and start start talking to you guys again. It's been a minute. I mean, they're they were shutting down everybody that was part of that was listening to the QAnons. Anybody that was a Trump supporter, everything got wild there for a minute. But <clears throat> it's good to be back, and it's good to be talking to you guys. So, on Coasty Culture, I just want to say hello. Sorry, I've been gone for a while. I hope you guys are still out there uh, catching my mine and my friends' uh, podcast. We're we're working on getting everybody back around and in on it together. <clears throat> but I hope you guys have been really working on your your positive energy thoughts and and your your energy. I can feel your energy is out there. I I can notice it. <clears throat> that COVID thing really really got everybody kind of caught up in some some weird. Uh, the word I'm looking for just can't come to mind right now, but it just kind of it kind of MK Ultra Project Looking Glass does. It kind of made us get weird with ourselves get weird with others you know we weren't really socializing like we were we were we were we were harmony and that's weird so i hope everybody's gotten beyond that and <clears throat> we're all back to somewhat our norm uh, our norm a norm you know whatever it, it's become because that's important. <clears throat> so, while we we're away, we we went into our, I guess you could say, COVID bunker. Had a great Halloween from our Halloween meditation from a year ago. Uh, been meditating it's very important to meditate uh, daily if you can't do it daily try to meditate at least once a week if you can squeeze in more than once a week of meditation that's cool uh, me I try to meditate at least two to three times a week it really just centers myself especially with how how busy life has gotten with children and dealing with the ridiculous government system we have i mean i wish my my boy b diz would jump on here with me but he's he's occupied and it's it's been tough to get him around but but i want everybody to realize that Coasty culture hasn't left you. We just had to 
take a walk on the beach for a minute. We we were getting we were getting real caught up in in living life, loving life, and being life, which is what we is what we talk about. You know, we it's just a coastal culture thing, man. We we disappeared for a little bit because we we wanted to live life and ha- come back and have a little bit more to talk to you guys about. And so, uh, speaking on living life, man, this last year, last year's been pretty crazy. The weather system kind of came in at a weird point. You know, we usually do our foraging and our farming and, and, and taking care of our agriculture pretty on a pretty regular basis. And we're no farmers almanac. We look at it, but we, we don't live by it and we totally it totally messed up the entire system up here in Washington I mean our apples didn't show up in time we only got like we have two apple trees and off both apple trees I think we probably got like 30 apples which is ridiculous we usually get at least two two to three wheelbarrows full so that was kind of it was very concerning we didn't get a good crop um we got a pretty good amount of strawberries strawberries did really well this year and then our green bean we usually do green beans because we like to can green beans and those were tough to tough to grow we might over planted because we were we had a lot of free time during our kid season, but, but yeah. And then, and then just today we, we went out to go mushrooming and, you know, we up here in Washington, we haven't had much rain and we were, we got heavy downpours, but the mushrooms just aren't popping up, which is concerning because mushrooms are a, a key thing to diet. Like it's a, it's a pretty, pretty regular thing that we that we and everybody should get a little bit of mycelium into our system you know to help us keep a clear conscience and keep a clear head it's it's important to have those things and this last year the weather has just been so so strange where we didn't we didn't really get any any production you know, the apples were low. Our peppers didn't really grow too much. It was kind of a, it was, it's been a really weird season. You know, we usually do a lot of canning. Canning this year just was bunked out. It didn't really, didn't really prosper that much. So, I don't know if there's many more people out there that had same issues but you know it's just one season it's earth she she throws random screwballs at us so we'll we'll deal with it and we'll we'll overcome it but hopefully nobody's getting all this uh crazy political scare put into them that's nothing you need to worry about the as long as you're doing your your positive meditations and you're in with the positives, out with the negatives, and we will change, we will 
Coasty Culture will be the ones who change this world. Don't listen to what those TV ads are telling you and all that hoopla. It'll be Coasty Culture that comes for you at the end. We'll be the ones that change this world. We're we're positive. We're in it. We're about it. We live it. We love it. That's why we gotta take a break for a while. Cause we gotta we gotta be able to get our get ourselves out there and get ourselves known. So um I you know it's our it's our comeback it's our comeback podcast. We've we've been gone for a year now. I haven't I haven't made a podcast in over a year and I just wanna come back and tell you all I love you and I thank you and and you all are are so special and so powerful and with our minds and our energies together we we will overcome this negative agenda that is just lately consuming all of life which is i think completely ridiculous i don't know how how the negative agenda is pulling off what they're doing right now i think it's i think we uh made a treaty with the the galaxy federations where i think in 2023 2024 the negative entities on this world have to leave and we've started to notice them leaving but it just sucks because we're back to as soon as it all came about you you started seeing more of that negative freaking movie stuff on all of your your movie channels you started there's there's no more funny you're just getting we're just getting consumed with that negativity in everything you look at to watch on your TV programs. You know, the only thing you get is a little bit of football, soccer, baseball that drowns you out from just looking at complete negative garbage through your scrolls of what you want to watch for TV. Like, it doesn't hurt to watch happy things, but even the happy things have a negative entity in them. And that's, that's completely ridiculous. We should be able to watch funny, happy films without (coughs) the first 10 things of you're interested in are negative things. I do not like that. You know, way to go Elon Musk for taking over Twitter. Hopefully you can grab a hold of Spotify and let, let you got free speech but let's let's get out there free here let people hear other people talk you know it might be it might be it might be serious it might be garbage let let other people decide what they want to hear nobody's forcing what we do on anyone we're literally just people talking people typing you know nobody's you know yeah on on those other web pages, there's bullying and trolls and and all that stuff. But we can we can live life without 
without our feelings being left on a screen, you know, let your feelings be yours. Don't, don't hold them to what you type. That's people need to need to start regrowing up again. Cause there's just so much out there that people are limiting themselves to, which we should progress past. We should love one another and be happy about what we're doing and not, not just looking at somebody in a negative way just because we don't like it. You know, I can, there, there are things that in this world I don't like cause I have kids and I don't want like say the transgender world. I'm not a big fan of it happening in my schools. And if my school happens to be paying said transgens to do story times, I'd like to be notified and, you know, my kid just won't be there that day. I don't, I don't mind if anybody, if, if you're in for, if, if you're up for that, go ahead. But I'd like to be informed about that happening in my school. So I could, you know, either take my kid out or be like, be comfortable about it. You know, I just don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be surprised when like, I don't want my kid to come home one day and, and want to wear, you know, makeup because he saw that at school that's not that's not how the world works you know he can he can make his mind up on his own when he gets older <clears throat> but you know the world's going through a transition period and we all knew it was coming with the with the treaties of the intergalactic federations making their deal with the evil entities of this earth that have been living here for millions of years and their time is up we knew they'd make one final push. So we're all we're all ready for it. And like I said, I'm sorry that we've we've missed uh the last year of of talking and bullshitting so you guys could listen to what we have to say. But it's pretty sweet. Looks like we got Melon Bomb walking into the room. So that's a pretty cool voice to have showing up. I'm back, y'all. Baby's asleep, so I can join in. Yep. Finally, and we, finally, Jesus Christ. And we got a little ninja piper. That's our cat. It's a little piece of shit, kind of like a black thing. But it's a it's a black cat. She just pisses me off all the time. No, she's cool. She she acts more like a dog. She'll be meowing. When in- she meows in, at two in the morning. She'll be mowing in the background, but whatever. It's it's a cat thing. Little black cats do dumb shit. What's up, peeps? It's I came in and caught um just like the last bit you were talking about. It's like I don't I don't have anything against like people being transgender or whatever. It's like you do you boo boo, you know. I, I don't really give a shit, but it it's weird to me. Once it infil- that thing infiltrates it, the schools, it's well, weird to me. Well, it's just, I feel like it makes me think of, like, how back in the day it was, like, cool to be, like, punk rock, you know? I feel like nowadays it's cool to be, like, a they or a them, you know? I guess everybody's identifying as bi nowadays. I just don't, like, I heard that story about the 
there's this dad in Canada who got like arrested or something because he wouldn't let his 13 year old take hormones to transition. Like she wanted to transition to a boy and he was like, no, fuck that. See, I and, think, I think and he that's... got arrested for it because they're like, oh, that's like, what? what is it like? Not child endangerment, but I don't know. I don't know. I think at 18, it you, is can, bullshit. you can decide whether well, you want. I feel like not even 18. I mean, they you can't even smoke a cigarette until you're 21 now. Yeah, you should be 35 it's, before you want to transition. Yeah, that at least that way you know for sure <coughs> that's what you want to do. Yeah. Like, I did a lot of sketchy shit in my early 20s. You know, like yeah. I didn't know who I was or what I was doing, but that was the that's like the time where you yeah. dabble in shit and kind of like figure out who you actually are. At 13, you you don't even know what going down on a chick even is. <laughs> so you better like they should push that like you shouldn't be able to transition until you're like 35 where you like if you're a chick, you've given a couple BJs and you're like, nope, I want BJs given to me. And you're a dude, and you're like, I don't like going can, on on chicks. I want chicks to go down on me, which is weird. Can chicks because that trans- that's like gender even get BJs? Because literally, the point I'm saying, I mean, it's is you've transitioned down there, right? Is you've gone from going down on, going down on, to you're either going down on the J or you're going down on the D, which is still you're transitioning. You're doing the same fucking thing. Yeah. I just never really understood the whole like I don't understand label thing. Like, why can't yeah. you just be a dude that wears makeup or a chick that likes to dress like dudes and has a bowl cut? Haters you gonna know? hate. Like, why you got to get so mad because people don't call you they or them? Yeah. Why do you have to go you so? Ra- why do you have to go so radical to be like super radical? You have to be identified. What, yeah, like, it's like can't you just live your own life? Why do you have to like make statements like? I'm not a dude, man. As soon, like, if any dude said that to me, I'd be like, dude, I'm not your bro, man. Well, it's just, it and gets I'm confusing. not your chick, girl. Like, if you look enough like a dude and you're actually a chick, like, I'll probably say he just because you look like a he. But if you are full, like, blown, like, if you're a dude that if looks you're like, like a, a banging chick, like, and you look like a chick. I'm gonna say she, you know, but yeah. I mean, if you're a girl that looks like a dude, I'm not and trying I can to see you're a girl anyone. that is a is trying to be a dude. I'm probably gonna say, "What's up, bro?" I don't really care. Like that's your choice. That's your your decision. I don't. I really don't care. But it just needs to be. It just needs to be muffled. Like it doesn't need to be so so mainstream and in your face like nothing you're not gonna you're not gonna change anybody by yelling at their yelling at them in the face so it's just that's just one point of view that's just our our point of view of thinking about it but we weren't really trying to get into that for being our first podcast back (laughs) we don't want a bunch of haters to come hating on us which i don't really care because if you don't like it don't listen baby woke up but just trying to we're just trying to stay positive because we've been gone for a year 
and then Melon Ball Melon comes in here throwing some weird transgender issues well, in our pages. You were like talking about how you don't want your kid. To I wind go up. There me- I mentioned. I mentioned it, it but I, I wasn't going to try to drag it out. I know, but I just want to clarify. It's like we're not hating on those people. If you want to do that, cool, but. Yeah, I just don't want my kids to get swept up in that motion because it's the cool thing to do nowadays. You know? Yeah, they can take your wiener and they can't put it back. But anyway, hopefully everybody had a good Halloween, didn't get too transgender on us. But <laughs> that's the time to do it. Yeah, that's that's your free time. But Hopefully everybody's getting ready for this crazy weather system that we've been having. I know it's happening all over the world, and I know the crazy Dems are are taking away our, our heat and our energy. They're trying to make it outlawed, and I'm a guy that drives <coughs> big boy toys and drives big boy toys. And if you try to take my gas away, That's shame so on you. crazy to me. Like, how are they gonna just render all vehicles that have ever been made obsolete yeah how can how, <laughs> that's what i'm saying is like how can you tell me that my gasser that i've had since the beginning of gassers is now illegal not e- not even just like our gasser but like every vehicle that has ever been yeah. made literally since vehicles have been around maybe <laughs> Maybe the Back to the Future movies were just off on their timeline and my hover convergence system's coming now. Ooh, maybe it's in the mail. Yeah, hopefully it shows up <laughs> in the mail and it gives me an instruction manual to put it back together. Yeah, here's your conversion kit. Enjoy. Because if Elon Musk doesn't do anything quick, my Jeep's going to be rolling. It's probably going to start rolling coal. No, it's cool. They're sending solar panels in the yeah. mail. Oh wait, never mind. We're <laughs> running out of diesel. I can't get any. I can't get any diesel for my Jeep, so I can't do a diesel conversion system, which they recommend you do for most vehicles. What? I thought diesel was running out. Yeah, um, so you can't get a diesel conversion. Hmm. And gas is going to be like fifty bucks a gallon here next year. Uh, Biden's plan is to send us all sales. We just have to wait for the wind to blow to get to work. <laughs> it, it's cool. It's in the works. That'll be a good way to call into my boss. Dude, wind's just not my direction today. But I'm I, I know we're working up north, but the wind is blowing south. Yeah, it's weird. So... I'm feeling under the weather and it's just not picking up. <laughs> so that's what that's what we're looking for. Is we'll just we'll just have to call our, our call ins now. We'll just be like, dude. The weather's just not working for me today. <laughs> you know, I live in Washington. It was cloudy. My fucking solar panel, bro. <laughs> Shit out. <laughs> Tesla told me I'm on layaway for the next one. And it said 2.5 years. So we'll be there soon. <laughs> if you could just, you know, <laughs> just send me some back pay until yeah. that happens. Just mark me as incomplete. But, yeah. So hopefully... But speaking of Elon Musk, hopefully his takeover of Twitter isn't some crazy radical thing of a person. From what I've been hearing, it's been kind of ra- like crazy, though. Yeah. Like I've been hearing 
not really hearing. I've scrolled past headlines that I haven't clicked into to read the full story, but I've heard through that little grapevine <laughs> that he's been doing some mass layoffs. It's a massive grapevine you're reading through. So <laughs> that I scrolled past. <laughs> yeah. I read a headline once. Yeah. I read a headline once that said that he was doing massive layoffs. But around our around our home we're we're really not too too concerned about any of that. No. We're just we like our walks in the woods and our our little garden, well, which I not which relevant I was, ex- to I was us, explaining so I which mm. I was explaining earlier as like our gardens didn't do shit this year and our apples didn't do shit. Well, this was a really weird year because it took so long before it actually started summering. Oh, and Washington summer didn't show up until like August. Yeah. Which none of our plants even grew until then. We got like two peppers. Yeah, they didn't really grow that Speaking much. Speaking of that, there's our... a fat pepper outside that we should probably pick. Is there? Yeah, there's oh, a big okay. old pepper. Yeah, let's let's pick it tomorrow. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, No, but our apple trees didn't... Like last year, we got like multiple wheelbarrows full of apples. We only have two apple trees. And we had a shit ton of apples. And this year, we barely covered the bottom of the wheelbarrow. Plus, we had an <coughs> apple blossom in the tree. Like, it flowered in, like, September, which is super weird. So, our trees were very confused about what was going on. Yeah, everything kind of, like, got got stunted because the weather up here got so weird and then we got hammered with a bunch of smoke and all sorts of stuff. It's been a really, (laughs) the last four years of COVID have been really weird. Well, And then it was like 80 degrees the first two weeks of October. And then we had a week of fall and now it's freezing outside. Yeah. We're getting like, now it's going to drop to 28 next week. And we might get snow. <laughs> yeah. When we were just so sitting weird. in board shorts like two weeks ago, everything's getting getting out of control. Which makes me think that there's bigger powers at play, you know. Earth Earth is Earth and we live on it and we love it and we appreciate it, but Things are getting a little radical. We're just going to have to, uh, worst comes to worst, we'll just become, uh, what is it, migratory or? Nomadic people. Yeah, we're just going to have to migrate. Yeah, we're just going to. We'll just, you know. We'll follow where the gas is cheap. Throw throw the wood stove on top of the van. And uh, whip our little reindeer to pull it because mm-hmm. we won't have gas for it. <laughs> yabba dabba do. <laughs> Get our feet going. We'll yabba dabba do that. Yeah, well, Van again all yeah. over the place. <laughs> I live in Rockford Falls. I don't care. <laughs> no. <clears throat> I don't know. But we're hoping B. Diz, the great, is doing good. Yeah. It's been a while since I've talked to him. Yeah, we haven't. We haven't. We haven't heard from the beat is for a minute apparently he's doing real good so hopefully he can join us on this podcast he's sometime. dad lifing it up super hard and 
don't know. It's been a while, so I'm not trying to hit you guys with a super long one. I'm trying to get you guys interested again. We got more, more coming. We're living life. Hopefully, loving life now. That, especially once the baby starts actually like going to sleep at a regular time. Man, sometimes I just want to sock her in the face. I, feel like, <laughs> I know I feel that's like, really bad to say, but I feel like there's a lot of moms do, out there that are just like, "Can't you, baby, just go to sleep?" I just want to punch her sometimes, and then she falls asleep, and then you're holding her, and she just smiles in her sleep, and you're just like, "Oh my god, that just melted my heart. You're so precious." And why it just, was I so mad at you? Yeah. Like now, I don't want to put you down because you're so sweet. Yeah. But seriously, I want to put her down. I want to I want to sleep by myself in my bed. I want to be able to roll over in my bed. It'd be cool if in like school they're like in your first two years of having children, your kids are pretty much feral. They are wild. They don't know how to walk, feed themselves. They attack you all the time. <laughs> and you might wake up at two in the morning because their diaper blew out in your bed. And the doctor at the <laughs> hospital should issue every husband a uh, here's your child cup. <laughs> what? Like, a cup? Yeah. For oh, every like time a you trophy? Get socked in the balls <laughs> oh. from them stomping on you, enjoying <laughs> all of your fun. They're just like, hey, hey, dad, ball punch. Yep. That is very unfortunate. Yeah. Well, well with the, <clears throat> the kick in the ball story. It just brings me to the, I don't know if we're going to get cut off at a certain point, but the Nancy Pelosi's husband thing, the plow dog. How does kicking in the balls bring you to that? Dude, because the dude got knocked in the melon with like, so, so, somebody says a hammer. I don't know. I don't say a hammer. I say he just got a donkey punch or an anger dragon while giving a BJ. Who knows? But anyway, oh my god, shit happens when you party naked. You can't answer the door in your drawers. Everybody knows that it's the it's the rule. If you party naked, weird shit happens. <clears throat> but I find it I find it really I like I'm still kind of confused. A little bit about how they they ban that that whole QAnon thing. Like it's just not. It's just like you're not supposed to talk about it, or you instantly get red flagged, which is weird. And I know they had that that one HBO film where the dude came out and said he was QAnon. But mm. but can you can you really believe that? I don't know. I feel like. And everybody and everybody Since was like, Donald Trump's part of QAnon. Like he never, he never said he was part of anything. He's probably the ringleader of QAnon. No, he probably started that whole website. Yeah, right. He's not. I, <laughs> he's kidding. not. He's not that tech savvy. Yeah. I mean, from the dude, like they edited him out of fucking Home Alone too, which. You're at the Trump. They edited him out. Yeah, they edited it out where he told where. What was it on like TV or something that they? How do you yeah. edit him out of that movie? Yeah, where 
Macaulay Culkin's like, hey, where's the front desk? And Donald Trump walks up and he's like, that way. They edited that out in TV to just get rid of Donald Trump. Which Nuh-uh. is, and it's That's so funny. And it's at the Trump Hotel, which is ridiculous. Like, they shouldn't have done that. That's crazy. But it's crazy. Like, I don't know. I just, I find it weird that they, they are so scared of, like, it's, it's, <clears throat> I know you don't know much about it. But the MK Ultra brainwashing has gotten so uh, so obscene with the brainwashing of people. Like you can't even watch television programs without MK Ultra brainwashing. Which I mean, it's nothing new. It's been happening since shoot mid 40s they've been doing mk ultra brainwashing they knew that they could get people to watch enough television and brainwash themselves to think a certain way and be you know the sheep would just do what their sheep are told but there was a point during that that QAnon phase where mk ultra like broke the it, it like broke the chain of what MK Ultra was doing of the brainwashing. It made people like it made the scrollers of Facebook stop scrolling and actually think about what they were doing. And like then, you know, spa- how? how do you stop a scroller from scrolling? It just opens your mind. Like, what am I doing? You know, it started making people that were scrolling, you know, they caught, they caught a whiff of, of this QAnon thing. And they were like, what am I doing? Like, I should look, I should research this. And then they, they, then they drifted from just scrolling to doing research, which actually benefited them, you know, true or false information. Yes. But it made them, it made them actually use the internet as a tool again, instead of just being biased and, you know, and bypassing things that probably were important, but but Facebook's algorithm forced you to always see it. Like every time you opened it, it was like, Oh, look at this. Yeah. Look, and this person's well, doing so well. The, the algorithm <clears throat> is supposed to just bring things up that you that you look at and you click on, you know. You would think until you realize the CIA also buys into it, which is MK Ultra, which is brainwashing. They just it's things you're in they they are forcing things to be your interest. They're no longer things you're interested in. They're things they want you to be interested in. Yeah, I could buy that that they would uh put little snippets in there to be like, Hey, you wanna click on this? But then you but then you start really looking at it. And you start realizing that it's consistently pushing it on you. Not just, not just occasionally it's, it's drilling it into you, which, you know, I'm not, I'm not a smart man. I don't, I don't claim to be a scientist or a phd -er, but I'm, phd -er. (laughs) but I'm, I'm smart enough to know that when something's being, 
forcefully driven into my brain, I stop looking at it or I stop using it because it you can't reinvent the circle. And when it's when it's consistently coming, obviously there's something wrong because we're we're making the same as we're measuring we're measuring twice and cutting three times, which isn't practical in world. We we yeah. measure once. No, you're supposed to measure twice. Well, if you're dumb, once. you measure twice. <laughs> but well, you measure twice. But when it's happening safety. 36 times a day, there's an issue. And I think, and that's MK Ultra is they're they're brainwashing you, which isn't. You can do your research on MK Ultra and Project Looking Glass and see that the that we have been subjected to this brainwashing television and they took it to Spacebook because now it's just the screen in your hand which is even more accessible to brainwashing you which is crazy because you can you just see people walking down the street and they get mad at you if they walk through a crosswalk and they're staring at their phone like why didn't you stop for me like why didn't you look both ways idiot I think it's funny when again on your phone when you see like those videos of people that are on like it's a security camera mm-hmm. of people on their phone and they like fall into a fountain or walk into a wall or something like that it's like seriously that's what you get those videos but you know how many videos there probably are of people getting hit by buses oh yeah or something like ran over by a car yeah more this than the fun, more than the funny things of like oh they were dumb looking and fell into a, and walked into a wall you know how many people probably have been hit by cars being dumb this girl showed me a video <clears> of a it it's was just like so a consumed. loose tire like a tire came off of a car and this other person had their arm out the window and the tire basically ripped their whole arm off their body because their arm was out the window and i was like Yuck. Ah, why would you show Whoop. me that yeah i was like oh it made me cringe so bad and she was like oh sorry i thought that no i just... didn't think that you would react that way and i was like somebody's arm getting ripped off of course i'm gonna react that way like are you but it just goes to show how consumerish <laughs> consumerish i think consumerish is the word I'm pretty that sure consumerish is a word. Is the is the way the world <laughs> is. Like it's it's weird. Like if you're not if you're not consuming food, you're consuming your black screen. You're just you're just believing that there's all these videos you're seeing that yeah. are edited you're just consuming it all and it's it's not serving a purpose it and was... people are getting brainwashed and that brings me on to facebook because facebook's failing it's a it's a boomer trend we're boomers i guess like the, you... the new wave boomers yeah so facebook is starting to tank so they created meta which if you ever looked in into meta and actually looked at your goggles is meta like it a is, whole it is a, new thing? It is a garbage virtual reality world. Like that's what it is. Sony's made better virtual reality than Meta. I thought Meta was just like what Facebook was called nowadays. No, it's the metaverse. They want you to put on their Oculus and 
and live in this you know you create your own avatar and you you're you just sit and do your shit from weird there which is it's if you ever looked at the metaverse it's just garbage it's just it's like it's like world of or not even world of warcraft it's like minecraft it's just pixelated garbage i've and never you're just like, even no i've never seen even. even like a snippet about the metaverse you, i thought no. that's just what like facebook was being called nowadays no meta's i didn't to... know it was like a whole new platform yeah you, you get your own avatar and all well sorts of until it's like black mirror and it's pretty i can close. feel things in there count me out no. until i can go into the metaverse and be an actual person if i can punch you in the face and you get a bloody nose um I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Once I can physically hurt somebody from, yeah, right. from across the world. You're going to come out of it and you're going to be like a scrawny string bean because you haven't eaten or slept <laughs> or drank I just, water. I just get my my IV protein. <laughs> yeah. Hook me up and go into the meta, dude. I need my IV, dude. I only need to be 105 pounds. Yeah. No. Negative. I will live in the world of the now. I just need to keep my BMI above 5%. I have all my heart regulators behind me, dude. It's We're fine. Good. It's fine. Hook me up. No. <laughs> F that. That's, and, you know. Put it on it's, my tab. <laughs> it's that. I mean, we're we're old enough where we get to be part of the generation that we get to say no to getting microchipped and stuff like that. Like, I was definitely one of the people that gave the negatory to i am an anti-vaxxer our generation is i'm not an anti-vaxxer i just said no to getting vaccinated for the covid for covid i just didn't want to do that i'm i've been skeptical of doctors my entire life and that comes from a point of view of being a small child not being able to breathe them telling me I had asthma, getting a steroid inhaler for 12 years of my life, coming to find out after my parents' cat died, my somehow asthma just disappeared. But I was given a steroid inhaler for 13 years of my life. So yeah, I'm a little skeptical on getting fucking shots from people that are just saying this will do this will be good for you you know this will be good for you this comes from a guy that was literally given my paycheck given steroids (laughs) which hopefully i can breathe underwater which i've never tried but whatever but i was given steroids for 13 years and then they were like covid get vaccinated and i was like "Mm, no yeah because i've already been fucking lied to once through the medical system so it wasn't happening again I did actually end up getting vaccinated only because my job depended on it and I was not in a position in my life to fight them. Yeah, fight them. I'm not going to take on the U.S. government when I'm trying to feed my kids, <laughs> you know. Nobody would want to do that. Yeah. But you, but it's not like you went and got all your boot, like no, all the boosters and all I that I didn't get crap. any of the boosters. Just got one jab, maybe two. Yeah. But so, yeah, we'll see how that plays out in the long run. Yeah, we'll see. 
That's what I didn't want to. I mean, it's not that I was ever really against it. I just didn't. I wasn't afraid of it. I wasn't afraid of getting sick from COVID. I knew that we were healthy, you know, and that we would get it. We'd get sick for a little bit and it'd be over. I wasn't afraid of like dying or anything or even if my kids got it, like most kids, it's like when they get COVID, they're sick for like a day and then they're back at it, you know? And, and to, I was I, I was just going to wait and see cuz the jab is like so new so I was going to wait and see like what the long-term effects were, you know, because I feel like that's the smart thing to do. But, you know, they, they said I would dates. lose they said that I would lose my job and I like no. I like getting a paycheck, so I mean, what what are you supposed to do in that situation? Quit your job and <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Tell your kids we're eating top ramen the rest of our life. I love top ramen. <laughs> you can style it some pretty good ways, There's but way. but I would really like to feed my kids something other than top ramen. Although they'd probably be happy with Tom Ramen. <laughs> right now they'd probably be, they'd pretty, probably happy. be pretty happy. Everybody about loves that. noodles right now. <laughs> yeah. So we're pretty good. That's not happening though. Yeah. If you have a kid, they love noodles. Yeah. If you if you're not if you're about to have a kid, noodles. They love noodles. <laughs> it's so the funny how it's like it's like a for sure thing. All kids love noodles. <laughs> Once your kid's one and you're like, what do you want for dinner? Noodles? And they're like, yep. <laughs> I'll take noodles. <laughs> Dude, you can make chili. You can make freaking grilled cheese yeah, sandwiches. Some, some uh, chili mac. <laughs> yeah, you, dude, as long as you put noodles in it, your kid's going to eat that shit. And they're going to yeah. be happy because all they want is the noodle. Barbecue chicken. <clears throat> there better be noodles on the yeah. side. <laughs> sloppy Joe. It better be a sloppy noodle. And they want all of it. And they'll eat it. <laughs> yeah, they'll eat it up. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Mm, that's funny. Kids are crazy. I I definitely don't regret having kids. I love them so much. They're funny. Sometimes I get jealous of our other friends, though, that are like, I'm not having kids, and I'm going to Puerto Rico this weekend. Yeah. Like, fuck you. <laughs> but you know deep down they're like, man, I wonder what it would be like if I had kids. Yeah. Like, it's pretty cool to, to raise a small yeah. in your world. I just want the best for them. I, I want to <clears throat> I want to expose them to as many cool sports and I don't know, like dirt bikes and hiking and I want to get them into mushrooming and I want to get a a telescope so that they can see Saturn's rings and I just want to I just want to blow their mind with how cool the world is. I just want to not the world but to... the galaxy. <laughs> I want to expose them to what the world can be. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Not to. And from... I want to support them too. Like I remember being in elementary school and being like, I want to be an astronaut. And my teacher being like, well, that's really tough to do. You have to be really smart for that. And you have to do a lot of other things like maybe have like a backup plan. You know, it's like, yeah. I don't know. I, 
I feel like everything that I wanted to be when I was younger, like nobody really had my back on it, you know. So I like lowered my, yeah, my um, I don't know, my ambitions or whatever. I feel like I totally could have if I had the right support system. I feel like I could have been an astronaut. I'm pretty smart and I catch on to things really quickly, and I feel like I could have done all the book work and. I could have done the the whole space thing, but I don't know. I feel like that's a it just wasn't accessible to me at the time. I don't know. That's why like we got one kid that goes to school in daycare. It's like but, pre elementary or pre but, pre preschool. <laughs> it's worth it's worth not having your kid go every day. There's a kid you don't know. You know, there there could be a stipulation, possibly. Yeah. A stipulation, possibly. Where they're like, we have to have so many kids that are, like, dumb. And we have to have so many kids that are smart. Who's going to be the one that delegates who's dumb and who's smart? They are. What? What do you so, mean a stipulation? I feel like it's just whoever inquires about going that they're You don't know. I guess you don't know. know. You don't know. They have, they, you know, they have their stipulations. Like they have to have so many that are of this, of this brain era. And they have to have so many of that where, what if they decide to choose your kid to be on the, you know, like me, I'm a dad that does construction. You're a mom that does welding. What if they're like, well, those aren't in their, in their world. What if those aren't educated persons because we're in the, in the the trade we're in the trade world we're we're physical people so what if they decide to take our kids since we're in trades and they're like oh you'll never succeed to anything you'll only be this which is ridiculous well it sounds ridiculous but it does also sound like a real thing it could you know especially when you get in i wouldn't let that like if my kid ever expresses to me what they want to do with their life well they wouldn't i personally will but the school would look into what steps they need what if there's a possibility that the school restricts them of their well then i'll go down to the school and i'll punch them in the face you won't know that you won't know that your kid's just going to be giving you homework like mom this is my homework well no your kid's going to be getting your kid's going to be getting frustrated because they're going to be like dude i'm giving i'm beginning i'm being given dumb shit and i'm better than this and then you then you have to go to the school and be like dude and then they're like oh sorry we made a mistake and then i'm your gonna kid sock should them be your 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 kid should I be i will here. break their nose and it just seems that, that, that scenario I'll right there that scenario i'll be like you want to take this out to the schoolyard but that scenario Maybe at the right playground there in five sounds minutes. like a scenario that i've heard multiple times in my life where where kids are they hold certain kids back from their potential because it may it, because the school is only allowed to have so many smarts and so many dumbs. No way. Yes. I No way. I would bet my fucking bottom dollar and I only got one bottom in my dollar. <laughs> oh really? I don't have much. And it's a I would bet it on that where they literally have to have so many smarts and so many dumbs. No way. And they just they choose. Take whoever is in the, they're not going to be like, oh, you live in our school district and you want to go here? Mm. 
You're too smart. We have enough smart. <clears throat> no, I reads real good. <laughs> Not happening. I reads real good, no and I can articulate pretty well no. with the best of them. I feel like, and I was, and for some reason, I was put in some of the dumbest fucking classes. Like while other kids were doing English, I was doing like pre-reading, like edu educational reading, <laughs> and I was sitting in the class with a bunch of fucking dumb kids, like. Why am I here? <laughs> They're like, Mitch, can you tell us about the book? I was like, yeah, I read the book. And then everybody's, all the other kids were looking at me like, dude, he you read the read? book. And I was like, yeah, dude, here's front to back. And they are like, all right, Mitch, what do you think about the book? And I'm like, this is the story about dogs, well, the dog skip. And I then think... I would articulate. And then all the other kids would be like. That is what the story's about. And I'd be like, yeah, dude, can I go back to my fucking English class? And they're like, no, Mitch, you have at least another year of this. Like, I just fucking, I teached you the book. <laughs> like, how much more teaching a book do I have to do for these kids? I think, I think <clears throat> what happened with you just from knowing you. I was restricted. Is that, no, I, was restricted. I, I think that happened was because you never like truly participated or spoke your mind about things when people would ask you like when the teacher would ask you questions you'd be like i don't know or you'd just be like eh, ask somebody else like like you didn't express your knowledge so they just assumed that you weren't getting things see and that's where our problem is assuming things yeah. you never assume anything yeah the smartest guy in the room is the fucking quiet one yeah you never fuck with the quiet guy but you know why because i gotta go to fucking special classes and fuck them yeah. over i educated i educated less educated people yeah which was cool because i gotta be a helper though? you were pretty quiet in class when you were younger yeah i was i mean so they probably just thought that you weren't getting it when you were getting it but you weren't expressing that you understood and so they just thought that you weren't understanding yeah i think it i think it finally i think i i i, I crested when i went to high school yeah and i i clearly remember my moment of of peaking when we were sitting in history class and history teacher told us to do some kind of paper or write something and I was like, bro, you have the book of answers in front of you. Why won't you just tell us the story? Why do we have the book with blank slots in it when you have the book with the answer in it? Why would I even want to read so-and-so blank so-and-so? What the fuck does <laughs> that even... tell me what yeah. happened. <laughs> we know so-and-so blanked. And so and so happened. We fucking know the pilgrims Just came. Just tell me the blank. Yeah. Why am I gonna fill in what you think happened, bro? You know what fucking happened. You know, Why am I even filling in day, that in? Back in the day, we had to go check out the the right encyclopedia out of the library. I went to yeah. It's I, not like, like they had Google on demand for everybody to use. I, I, that was like my moment of like looking at a teacher being like dude you're fucking dumb well tell us what you think happened 
Why would I tell you what I think happened? Dude, I could change the story all day. (laughs) It's what I think. Is this like Mad Libs? Do I get to put any noun in there? Anything I want. (laughs) The Indians slaughtered the white people and took over their land. Mm, Mitch, that is wrong. Is it? It could be right. I'm sure it was right at one point. At some place. At one particular town in America. Yeah, it's like I'm when, sure that happens It's like when somewhere. I was in science class and I created the heated toilet seat because everybody wants one. Yeah. And my science teacher looked at me like, Mitch, that's not good enough. Try again. I'm pretty sure that's a thing now. Yeah. It's like a million dollar idea. Oh, that bitch that is, is fucking... I, that bitch is dead to me. I would use that. I love... But I, I did. I created the work. heated toilet seat. Ooh. I came in with a whole design. Little copper wires and everything. Plugging in the toilet seat, you know, because we didn't have cool USBs and yeah, knowledge. Bluetooth. But yeah, I came in with a whole little, I came in with the toilet seat. I had my dad buy me a toilet seat and I rode, drove all my copper wires through it. She was like, Mitch, that's not good enough. Who wants a heated toilet seat? And I was like, every girl in this classroom, yeah. woman. Oh, it's and she was like, that's not, she was like, school. that's not good enough. Come back with a new design. I was like, dude, the next best thing I have is gravity in outer space. This was practical. (laughs) My dad told me gravity. My my centrifugal force system was not practical where I had reverse combine or. My invention back in school was a headset that you wear with a tray underneath your face that would catch your crumbs. (laughs) <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got an A, but yeah, it's but like the... you that get A's, and they're like, and that they're that like, right good there... job, Melissa, <clears throat> you got a crumb catcher, <laughs> and that right there is where they choose people. Like you get to be an A, you get to accelerate person, and the guy that's like Elon Musking creating fucking heated toilet seats are like, hmm. <laughs> Hold you back a little bit. You're too smart. Do we need to spend some time in the corner? Yeah. You. <laughs> what was your other project? Centrifugal force, gravitational fields, and space centers? Whoa, bro. <laughs> You're dumb. <laughs> yeah. How dare you even think that far advanced? And I got D's. Because I brought in a fucking display. Not, I, I literally like brought I, in a toilet seat. If I was seat. your teacher, I would give you an A. I should have got an A for bringing in a toilet seat. Like, Dude, Not I only would I give you an A, I'd give you a full ride scholarship to whatever university you wanted to go to. Uh, Although you definitely would be like, fuck that. <laughs> when I came I in after I got an F in my heated toilet seat and I came in with my centrifugal force space station gravitational field and had it built out of an erector set. Being like, hey, these little things go this way, and they these little things go this way, and they have magnets on them to create gravity inside of a space station, so you can walk around and know that you're standing upright. And you're getting an F on that, bitch. Please, I can read the book too, and <laughs> I've made it through quite a bit of the encyclopedia. That's pretty good. Pretty much all of it because my grandma was a teacher, but. You know, we're not we're not tooting any horns here. I've had to go through the education system. Yeah. But I'm just saying they pick and choose who who get to succeed and who don't, which is ridiculous. Everybody should have been able to succeed in our in our timeline. No matter what their 
thought process was or what people thought their thoughts were. Nobody should be able to choose who you. I totally agree. I just want to be able to let my kids, our kids, um, just kids in general or kids in general. Yeah. Like all kids should be able to have the chance. When you're a kid, you have such ambitious dreams and, I feel like not every kid gets the personal time to be like, this is what you want to be. Okay. Here's the steps to make it a reality, you know, especially nowadays, like people not- are just like, Oh, that's sweet. You know? And then they do 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 like carry on with their life. They don't, I don't know. It's you have to like help them along to figure out, the steps to take to in order to get there, you know, instead of being like, well, good luck with that champ as you like punch their little chin, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. <clears throat> I'm excited. Well, especially kinda, nowadays, like, like I, parents are so consumed with their, with their own careers. Like they're not going to achieve it. Their parents are, almost like kids in school like they're so worried about not achieving enough where they're almost Making not paying the next step they're not paying attention to their kids dreams and Which goals and ambitions I kind of understand i mean there was a time where it was like before women were working and equal and stuff that one income was enough for a household yeah, it was so sustaining two incomes now that women are equally in the workforce now two incomes barely make ends meet you know and it just sucks because now there's two people working and which means there's two people focused on careers and then there's a chance that you're missing your kid yeah you know your kid's acceleration we we literally this month just started one of our kids in daycare which i'm i'm glad he's in there to get the the social time with other kids because i mean we don't we don't really have we don't socialize that much we don't socialize that much we're kind of homebodies and so but he doesn't get the the kid time you know that i would like for him to have so it makes me happy when he goes to daycare to be able to play with other smalls his age you know and and learn those social cues and whatnot um yeah because our house is very hands-on everybody's involved in everything like our kid is too and he knows how to you know, you could you could probably put him in front of a welder and he'd know exactly what to do. He just wouldn't know to put on a face shield and, <laughs> yeah, he would and all the other important things right you need to into do. that light. You know, but, he he'd fire up a motorcycle and just whiskey throttle down the street, but he would know how to do it, which you know, we're we're super proud of our kids being, you know, that that hands on and that knowledgeable, like we're teaching because I look at it as And a, they enjoy like, it too. They enjoy learning about that <clears> stuff and like I, we put a, a a welder hood on Tanner before. Yeah, he's seen how it goes. Whatnot, but but, but it's you know we we're we're not we're not smalls. 
as much as I would love for us to mm-hmm. raise our kid all day, every day, yeah, it's it's not practical anymore because we both need to be working and- to have a roof over our heads so that we can so that we can barbecue ribs on the weekend you know (laughs) and i'll just i'll just say it like i didn't treat school as if it was like an educational thing because i think teachers are stupid i treated it as as a place for me literally to interact with my peers and hit on chicks (laughs) that was what i thought school was for for, yeah, just a big playground. It was just a place for me to make friends and hit on girls and, you know, have I fun. Just, yeah. Have fun. Like, I learned all of my education. out. I've learned all of my education outside of school. All of it. Literally not once had I had a job where anybody was like, Mitch, do you know who the 32nd president of the United States was? Nobody ever asked me that. Yeah. Not one person. Not well, one person was like, hey, Mitch, how far in trig did you get day um, one? Never have I lost a raise or a promotion because I could not answer that question. You know what we should do? I'm on just the, saying. You know what we should, yeah. You know what we should do on the next episode? <laughs> what? Do trivia night? Play a game. I have never. <laughs> oh my gosh. No. And we'll see what the answers come out as. No way. Because I have never used anything i learned throughout my school career in my real life yeah you use a tape measure all the time yeah i'm pretty sure you learn numbers no i learned those before i went to school oh i learned how to Um, read a tape at real young ages i'm i don't know i'm just excited to be a mom and i feel ambitious about it and i just want to be able to help our kids figure out the right steps to achieve their childhood dreams. I don't want them to ever be like, I don't know. Even when I was in high school, like I, I loved, I took like five art classes in, in high school and I wanted to go to art school after high school, but everybody was like, well, what are you going to do with an art degree? What are you going to do with that? You know? And I, and then I was like, Oh, I guess I shouldn't do that. You know, I got. I can agree with that. It, yeah. And so whatever our kids want to do, like, I just want to have their back 100%. And I want to help them figure out how to achieve their childhood dreams, which kind of. I can agree with that because I when I was in school, I we we're we we're doing some kind of classes and the Seattle Art Institute person showed up and they're like hey is there anybody interested in doing like art fashion anything like that and i was like me you know like what are you interested in i was like dude i'd like to i'd like to make shirts i want to know how to make shirts like what i'm wearing i was wearing some like volcom hoodie (laughs) yeah and they're and they're like uh like, you want to design clothes? I was like, no, not a sewer. Yeah. I just want to know how to make this so on stuff. So what you and really like, wanted to do was graphic design. Yeah, but they told like they told me, they were like, no. And I told my parents, I was like, dude, I want, to, I want to make clothes. And they looked at me, you know, 
the gave me that weird look of like, like you what? going gay on me right you now? You want to sew clothes? And I was like, dude, everybody thinks I want to sew fucking clothes. I don't want to sew anything. I want to make the graphics. I want to put. put them on I want to put. The, I want to. I want to create a company that does this. And everybody was like, "Dude, that doesn't work. Like, you can't go to the art institute if you don't sew." And I was like, "Fuck you guys. You guys are pussies." <laughs> yeah. And then I graduated graduated high school, and I was like, "Dude, I want to make fucking graphic designs." And I realized that it was way easier than everybody made it sound. And I was like, dude, I'm going to go buy a shirt printing press, which is what I wanted. <laughs> and I'm going to go gonna, I'm gonna, print out some shirts. I'm going to create my label and I'm going to make my label and fuck all of you. <laughs> and I'm going to trade them for Molly at Barter Fair. <laughs> and I did for like a good five years. I screen printed shirts, sold, sold them at super bowl games festivals all over the place just random designs just anything that came to my brain that i thought would be cool sounds like a really fun period of your life it was i wish i would have had a a little bit stronger of a support group my two main dudes were like more about selling shirts and doing drugs and like selling shirts and making money but whatever we all had a good time i don't i don't we live life we love life we did life but you know what i liked about we but it's cool to know that there was a part of me as an artist yeah that is still in circulation today like there's still somebody out there wearing your at a goodwill picking up this like Funaholic shirt being like, fuck yeah, dude. I'm I wearing am it. a funaholic. <laughs> That's me, man. <laughs> I'm a funaholic. And they're, they're like, dude, I'm taking that home tonight. I'm taking that home. Like, I'm it makes me feel good that my my artwork is still <laughs> in, represented yeah. and in circulation. That's pretty cool. We should make more shirts. Like I still hang I still hang with Volcom and all the dudes I want to be like in competition with. I didn't want to be like a surfer and be sponsored by but i wanted to be the sponsor that was one thing that kind of cool stood to know out that all to my me stuff's though, out about there. the like the patty like murray i even made you and a, the custom Tip- shirts the patty murray and tiffany smiley debate or whatever that was one thing that kind of stood out to me about what smiley said was that she wanted to uh encourage more people about going into trades like you don't have to go to college because when we were in kids like that was just like oh you have to go to college like you have to go college to college is the next step. you know and then you're just like yeah it's the next step in life you know mm-hmm. and now there's like all the, and even like after college like i waited i went to college but it was like i didn't go back to college until i was like 25 26 you know but right after high school like some of our friends went to college and I'd meet up with them every so often. I'd be like, oh shit, what are you going to school for? And they were like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, here, I'm just college. I'm just, just thing, you know? Yeah. I'm just partying, you know, and going to college, taking general courses. Cause I don't know what I want to do. It's like, I feel like when you go to college, you should know what you want to do. Yeah. You should. Have and a- I didn't know what I wanted to do yet. And yeah, you should have a trade in mind. Yeah. 
But I mean, a, there's a lot of really good trades out there that you can make buco bucks in and have, you know, the whole the whole <clears throat> nine yards of benefits and 401 and retirement, whatever, you know, and not have college debt. And yeah, so that was kind of like one thing about that debate that kind of stood out to me was that she was like, I want to I want people to know that. You don't, I, you don't have to do that. I want to push trades on people because we do yeah. need we need more trades. Yeah, people. That, that college relief idea they have these radical Dems have is ridiculous because they're giving it is ridiculous. They're I gi- signed up for it though. I'm on the wait list. Yeah, but they gave <laughs> they're giving out a lot. A lot of the funds are going to yeah. the people that went to college for psychology, and you know what? The world well, is full of so people that can tell you you're fucked up. A lot of people don't realize, though, because I looked into it, because I do have student loans out. Not a lot. Not like not like people that went to school for, to be a doctor or whatever, you know, that has hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know. I've got a little bit of student loans. I mean, nothing that we can't manage, but... But you should be the first person relieved. But, because I feel you're... like I should be relieved because I literally am working for the government. So, yeah, you know, I mean, I feel like I should have like a leg in just sin, but if not, whatever. But it's a lot of like people don't you... realize it's like you have to be. Since you work you for the government, make, you probably got a placebo like 10, shot of COVID shots. You have to you have to make 10 or 20 years. I can't remember what it was. 10 or 10 to 20 years worth of payments first before you're actually qualified. So the, the student debt relief is really, it's relieving people that are well into their like forties and fifties that are still paying paying on their student loans. It's like, just because of interest rates, really, you know, it's like, you you if you've been paying on your student loans for fucking 20 years, like, Dude, just just wipe that shit clean. Like you should be done with that. You shouldn't have fucked off your life so much. You should well, have already paid it. Crazy, you know. Like if you've been paying off your student, student loans for twenty five years, you fucked off life. It's not that. It's interest rates. It just keeps. Well, yeah. If you make bit. the pay, oh, okay. You're paying the minimum. Yeah. Well, a These lot are the of minimum people... payers. I'm a minimum payer. You went because... to college to not pay the minimum. You literally <laughs> yeah. spent four years so but, you would not be the minimum but payer. But then after That's college, like... okay, so after college, what? What happens? You get married, have kids, buy a house. So you have to pay your car payment, your mortgage payment, groceries, diapers, nobody's, formula. Nobody it's said, like a lot nobody, of the time it's like all you can all you can really afford said, is the minimum. Nobody said you had to go get the fucking Mercedes and put with the fucking 16% interest rate on it. You could have got a hoopty like my boy Sir Mix a lot. You could have got a hoopty <laughs> yeah. and just rode around in your dirty fucking like, Honda. But these it's retards a lot went to college for four years. Done. To just, no, they went just to don't college. just pay extra every month. No, and they were, and then they got I'm, brainwashed. I'm buying groceries with my credit card. Yeah, this but week these people because got... I can't afford. But the only reason these else. people have spent 25 years paying off their student loans is because they went left college. They're like, dude, I'm getting a good job. Yeah, 
went, bought the fucking high-end car, bought the high-end house, bought the high-end wife. Not even. And I, then went, they, I and, went to college. And then they just went, holy shit, I still owe a hundred and what thousand dollars on student loans? I went to college and I'm scared because percent. we just had to pay daycare for two kids this month. Yeah, but <laughs> And I'm like, people, holy shit, I'm broke. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's not like we went out and got the we're not spending $300 a month on a fucking car payment. And no, but I'm super... still struggling to Yeah, so these people pay. are even I... struggling harder. Yeah. They're even not worse well, off Well, you say us. these people, but I'm these people. You are those people. Yeah. You're part of those people. I am part of those people. Yep. And you're telling me to just pay extra on my student loans. Yep. And I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't leave. do that because you don't have an ID and I have to. Mushroom hunting was very <laughs> difficult today. For a change, for a change of change of times, our mushroom hunting game was very obscure. Needless to say, we did not find any mushrooms today, but we didn't make it that far into the woods before our smalls our smalls totally melted down. <laughs> I mean, it was around nap time. I get it, but. Man, I just, I miss the days where we could just meander back into the woods as far and for as long as we wanted to. <laughs> yeah, like when you guys, if you guys scroll back a couple of years into our podcast, you heard us frying up mushrooms over the old cast iron stove on the cast iron skillet out back, which is just adjacent. I remember that. I think it, we found... Uh, chanterelles uh, and hedgehogs. Those years have come to a slim halt. Yeah. Because we have to deal with small If they're not right mountains. off the road, we probably won't find any because... <laughs> I pretty much well, need somebody I mean, to plant them in front of us. Because... We would have to just get going like first thing in the morning. But I like to have my coffee and make breakfast. But by that time, it's almost nap time, so... Mama that's bear likes we, to that's sleep when, in that's until when we drive. Oh my god, I slept until eight today. Which, I mean, granted, I got up a couple times to feed the baby last night, but the night before, I finally got the baby down at like eleven, and then I had to wake up at two because she shat the bed. We all should have woke up at two when they shat the bed this morning and just went out mushroom picking. Yeah. Instead of sleeping in till eight, not getting done with breakfast. I needed that sleep. I needed it. I'm like, I'm running on a thin line right now, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't get sleep ever. Don't worry, dads don't show show weakness. We don't need any sleep. That's because when I'm feeding the baby, you're sawing logs in the bed. So funny how he. Makes me feel bad about that. Not really makes me feel bad, but talk shit about it. Well, my dad's when gonna... he's sleeping the whole time that I'm dealing with the baby. Oh, my dad's gonna speak up for me when we hear babies cry. We wake up. We're always awake. maybe he, maybe you wake up, but you don't have to. But you don't get out of bed. You don't do anything about it. You're like, oh, my wife will get it. She'll get it. She's the baby whisperer. Well, we're still present because at that time in life, we're not the we're not the one. We're not the chosen one, Neo. 
<laughs> we are not chosen. She's almost four months, okay? So it's about time that you wake up and make her a baba. We're not chosen. We're not chosen until at least six. No. You Who's can, the one you that can sleep, get up and make her a sleep, baba now. Who sleep train the kids? Dad. Because, Kid. Because mom doesn't have the sack to okay. say night, night, little person. I just... I can't, especially when she's in a bassinet. When she's in a bassinet at the foot of our bed and screaming at the top of her lungs, of course I'm gonna get up because I can't listen to that shit. I mean, even if I, even if I, you got to be able to. And that's <sighs> why. That's why dads get their their four or five months of listening to it because when it comes down to it. Who's the one that puts them to sleep? Dad. It's like nails on a chalkboard to me. It's like I cannot. And my I dudes out there can. My I dudes can't out there just can speak for that me. Out. I can't do it. It's like you hear that mm. that crying noise of your kids, and I can't just let it go. Like and the dads can. That's what we do. It's so it's so hard. Like when it's time to go to bed, it's time to go to bed. And that's just how it's done. It's just not mm-hmm. uh I don't know. I can't just like push it to the back burner and be like, oh, they'll get over it. Self-soothing, whatever. You know, it's like there's an internal thing where it's like, I have to get this. I have to not only do I feel bad for my kids because they're crying? But the sound is so annoying that I have to make it stop. I have to make it stop. I can't listen to it. And that's why, for my dudes out there, that's why we wait six months. So we have, the kid has full control of their body functions. And we can just be like, dude, you're going to sleep. And they know when we say it's time to go to sleep, it's time to go to sleep. Except for the one right now who just woke up in the middle of the night crying, but that's because mom had to go use the bathroom and made what? bad noises. What? Blame it on me. But, but they all know it's nighttime and they know that that's why d- dads don't get appreciation for the little things in life. I appreciate you. We we are the ones who enforce bedtime and we make bedtime real. We're the ones who enforce food time because food time is real. It is true. When when you step in and say things. <laughs> things are real. It's real. It's no longer a game. And our like I'll, and the smalls I'll spend know that. like 45 minutes rocking our babies to sleep, you know. And then as soon as I set them down, they start crying, obviously. But then dad will step in the room and be like, hey, it's bedtime. And they'll be like, oh, okay. They just go, Ugh! and they. I'm out. They shut the <laughs> and I'm like, out. what the fuck? And they're like, you know what? I did want to go to sleep. So, you know, you nurture them, love them. But at the same time. Let them there, know who's boss. There is an adult in the room. Who is dead without having to put hands on anything? I I learned that word putting hands from our trashy neighbor girl. It was really <laughs> funny. She was oh arguing about her mom getting out of prison, and it was hella funny. 
She was like, that bitch gets out of prison. I'm going to lay hands on her. And I've never even heard that term before until I just use it right now. <clears throat> we don't discipline our children, like, at all. No, he gives they them, learn, I give them everything. <laughs> they, learn, they learn by bruising their egos. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. And it works out pretty well. But, you know, our kids didn't vote for patty murray either so <laughs> oh my gosh they're not just criminals well on that note should we wrap it up <clears throat> no we can keep going yeah sure what do you want to talk about uh it's good mushroom picking season time we've been having super heavy rains i know you guys listen from around the world so it's hard to tell but up here in the old Washington state of the U.S. of A., it's starting to become great mushroom picking season. It's been a weird season. And, uh, I don't know. It, we'll try to get the the man, the beat is the great, to pop back on. Let us know what he's up to. Even, even if he can only chime in for a couple seconds or not. You know, give us a good tarot card reading. Oh, yeah. But I wonder if he still does that now that he's a working dad. Who all knows? All the time. Dad of two now. I expected a phone call on Halloween of a tarot card reading, but I didn't get one. So shame on you, B-Diz Great. Shame. We'll shame you on the podcast. Shame, <laughs> shame, shame. shame. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, we'll probably we'll probably wrap it up. I mean, it's our first podcast back, so you know we try to make it a good one. Try to hit you with a couple, like at least a good hour listening in your car on your radio in your. Just kidding! I don't give a shit. I'm not MK Ultra. Listen to me. Yeah. Don't listen to me. We're Coasty Culture. Hopefully we'll, I don't know, be back on next weekend. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how uh, the kids sleep, how our <laughs> night goes. If not, we'll be broadcasting from in the car. <laughs> yeah, because they always sleep in the car. <laughs> so. And just drive around for a couple hours recording. Mm-hmm. I'm taking road sodas. Just saying. Some road Dr. Peppers. Mom's on road, so do you think? <laughs> so, we are Coasty Culture. We're back. We're trying to keep you in tune. So, on that note, stay up, stay positive. I'm Coasty Culture. This is Melon Ballin'. Later. Kelsey Culture, we're out. Feel the rhythm, feel the heat, feel the sunshine out on the street. Feel the music, feel the beat, feel the sunshine out on the street. Feel the rhythm, feel the heat, feel the sunshine out on the street. Feel the music, feel the beat.